Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. Wonderfully 80s intro music to an amazing show. Welcome back this week, lifers. I'm James Hamilton. I'm Travis McFalls. What took you so fucking long? I know. I know. I Obviously, that is the uh, intro music for those of you in the know. I wasn't a week <laughs> ago, but I am now to Stranger Things. And uh, yeah, I, I told you, I'm not, I'm not really into shows that are carried heavily by kids. No, you haven't told me that. I just told you that it was awesome. I was like, "You have you watched it?" No, no, no. Went out and yeah, a couple of our friends have watched it now and told you, "Check it out." And I told them the same thing yeah. I told you. I just stubborn. don't like shows that are carried heavily by kids. So stubborn. So, Reminds me of someone I know. I was wrong. I was. It was a. It was a baseless. I, I don't know. Uh, it was. It was. It was an unfounded, baseless presumption that yes. I had about this being a bad television show because the lead characters were mostly children. Yeah. I mean, for me, I sort of saw what it more as, okay, 80s nostalgia. They're going to play up the nostalgia vibe. That's how they're going to get me. And then um, it was like on a sports blog website, I think for like a capital sports blog and they had sort of like, uh, what do you call them? A gif, if you will, of uh, the uh, van scene where they're riding the bikes and with the... Yeah, it's in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, with the van exploding. So they're like describing like a hit someone laid on someone. I saw that and I was like, oh, well, that looked cool. Okay, maybe I should... Maybe like a million zillion people that are watching this, maybe they can't be wrong, you know? Season two comes out on the 27th. They actually have a countdown on Netflix. We're going to talk a little bit about season one of Stranger Things. So if you're planning on seeing it, you're worried we're going to spoil it, whatever, you might uh, check back and, you know, I don't know. You're going to have to hit that 15 second thing until it sounds like we're not talking about the show anymore. (laughs) We're never good at estimating how long we're going to talk about these things. We'll be like 10 minutes and then we do a 30 minute bit on it. And it's just like, I, I feel like, yeah, it's just. Hit that little 15. Just keep going and going and going until it's, like you said, you, yeah. It's what you got to do. If uh, you do not have Netflix, this is worth the 12 bucks for one month. I, honestly, it's about 52 minutes on average an episode. There's eight episodes. Uh, before you stop listening, uh, if I can encourage you to watch it. I, I don't usually push a lot of shows on people because there's so much to watch, but... I feel like I can't go wrong with this. Some of you that don't like science fiction, maybe you want to skip it, or if kids really do annoy you, you might want to skip it. But boy, it was great. Yeah, I mean, it hit all those notes. Um, going back to just the old 
just, okay, the intro sequence. I mean, it sort of had like that Stephen Kingy, but yet um, Terminator style kind of graphic, like with just like the intro art design. Oh, all the way 80s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just the, the music, the way, it, well, you guys just heard a sampling of it. So yeah, this is, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so, <laughs> it's so 80s. Yeah. Like they, they nailed it. Um, I mean, for me, I was a kid in the 80s. Like when this takes place in 83, I was the age of uh, the baby sister. <laughs> right. I was seven or eight. So I was younger. These kids are in middle school. Yeah. So you were even younger than. Yeah. It's just, I, was, I wasn't on the radar. I was six or so. I, six or seven. I wasn't really even thinking cognitive thoughts. <laughs> they were rocking D&D. Yes. Hardcore. Yes. Now I've, uh, so Cheeseball, you know, yeah. was on the show a couple of weeks ago and Angus, Scott, right. helps sub sometimes. We're going to break into a starter kit and start our characters in D&D and, and not because of the show. We've been planning to do it for a long time. We just haven't done it because of time. And this kind of just so happened to match up with your, you're watching the D&D part going, hey, I'm thinking about doing that. Yeah, well, and I I was talking to my brother about it, and I said, "Hey, you know, we're gonna bust into D and D. You should, you know, you should join up." And he's like, "Oh, I remember when we did that with Forehead," and he was crediting Forehead with being just an amazing dungeon master. And for some reason, I just remember flashes of that. Okay, maybe I was drinking a lot then. I don't know, <laughs> but like, I don't really remember. He's like, "Yeah, we played like six times," and Forehead was a good DM. Yeah, and I was thinking, really. So for those of you that don't play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, the game centers around the, the people that are playing the game and then the dungeon master sort of running the scenario for you. So as you kind of walk through these lands, he kind of controls what the reactions are, tells you what you have to do. It's a dice game, so you kind of get a roll for outcomes and you make decisions based on that. And the dungeon master is kind of the person who uh, paints he paints the whole environment for you, tells yep. you what you're interacting with, what you see, everything that's going on. He is God. Yeah, and I should have remembered that Forehead was great at that, but I, I don't know. Maybe it was a drug period. I, I just don't know. <laughs> okay. Who, um, who's going to be your DM? That is a very good question. It's a big job. It is. I don't want it. But I'm big a little, responsibility. I, I'm a little jealous, though. You didn't invite me to play. Why, didn't, why wasn't I invited? Because you don't ever have any time. Yeah, no, I really don't have any time, so that's why we start playing games at like 9 o'clock. In the morning? On a Wednesday night. 9 p.m. at night, and we'll play till like 2 in the morning, and we all have to work the next day. Oh, man. It's brutal. See, if we did these on Wednesdays or Mondays after we recorded the show, I could be there. Actually, we used to have game night on Monday nights, but because of the show and the fact that I've got to edit and fuck around with it and everything, it you know, doesn't yeah. work out. But that, that's, that's how Stranger Things opens, these kids just tearing up a game of D&D. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, uh, they're really getting into it, and then... Uh, and then it gets a little supernatural. It gets very supernatural. So I, I, I don't, I mean, don't... Yeah, I don't want to... Yeah, but I mean, it's been out for over a year. So how do we... want to take it frame by frame? We don't need to do no. that. No. I can tell you some of the shit I like, though. What did you Eleven like? was amazing. Yeah, Eleven was a great character. What is she? She's not... Uh, she's not the protagonist. She's not the antagonist. What is she? She's... Uh, she's the, the hero. Is she? She's sort of the hero. Well, yeah, she does I mean, sacrifice herself for the greater good. Spoiler. <laughs> um, yeah, I would call her the, the maybe like the duo antagonist, like her and uh, God. Now, now that I've seen it, I can only think of him as Richie. She's a uh, 
you know, uh, have a name for it. She has like the telekinetic powers, the yeah. psychokin- psychokinesis. There's a name for that though. She's a ba ba ba. God, I'm terrible. Fucking wow. terrible. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Not a. It's just fucking gone. I'm just spacing it. She's a da da. But anyway, yes, she's got the power to move shit with her mind, and not like, hey, it's really fun that you move that pencil, like rock a whole fucking truck. I mean, she's, yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she's got the telekinesis. She allows. Her she gives the power to the to the boys to be able to battle this. Uh, they call it the demogorgon, but we don't really know what it is. Some sort of a. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, like a demon that's coming to fucking take. But it lives in different uh, parallel universes. Right, right. right. It's multidimensional. Uh, yeah. And it's trying to pull its dimension of. It's a kind of a mind fuck. You're, yeah. you're, it can be in a house <laughs> with you, but it's not in the house with you, but it can bend space and time. And it's. And we're literally telling them nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's a tough, it's a tough foe. Yes. It's a tough foe. Yeah. If you're just a kid on a bike, it's a it's a it's a worthy adversary. I was surprised, but I thought the death toll would be higher. Not too many people got waxed in this. No, you know, they wanted to keep it kind of Yeah, a little little friendly there on that. Yeah, it was typically just government bad guy, no name, no face, government agents that would get whacked. Still a good number though. What are there? 30, 40 deaths? Were they really? Yeah. I did not count that many. Because every time, you know, large troops would get wasted by either her or it, and then there were the eight victims, right? There were eight victims, they tell you about. It's already killed eight people, he says, at one point in time. Oh, right? uh, yeah. I just know, yeah. Well, We're made to, aware of, what, three of them or four of them? Yeah, and we don't see Some of them are actually many. dead and some aren't. Yeah, yeah. One of them's, like, really only one of them's a character you really care about, though. I mean, and even that character's sort of a secondary character. Yeah, basically, there's four kids that are together, and one of the kids gets taken by this thing in the middle of the night, and his three friends who are in their teens are are uh, hell-bent to prove that... Uh, that he's, he's not dead. Yeah, it, yeah, we couldn't find him. He's not lost. This girl shows up, and they start getting clues that, hey... But, yeah, but the government's doing everything possible to say, no, this kid's dead. They even go as far as staging his death. They have something to do with how the demon arrives. They're conducting yeah. tests or whatever and, and yeah, with it, 11 and she kind of opens up the portal and lets this demon into our into our realm right yeah and then so then badness ensues i still don't know quite oh blood it's blood that sets off the the demon yeah that's what brings him that's what brings him over from his side to our side snatch him up because the one character that we actually give a shit um she accidentally cuts herself and the blood and Winona Ryder rocked the shit in that movie. Yeah, where the fuck I mean, did she come from? Show. I, I, show. I, I want to say movie because it's so well done. And you watch it kind of like a movie. Yeah, it's great. God, it's great. Yeah, she uh, she came out of nowhere on that. She was. I, mean, I kind of thought the klepto thing kind of drove her career into the. You know, she had a problem with kleptomania, yeah. stealing shit, and well, then did you see? She claimed. Did you see then on the awards? Then there was a. There was like an award show she was on and they were all getting this award and then she was like making weird faces. Yeah, she kind of got a little batty. Yeah, while they were like giving the speech and it was like, oh God. Like, like here she goes, she fucks up and then she does this great thing to like sort of read and then, and then, and then she fucks up again. It's like, oh man, just, you know. Without her intensity, she plays the mom of the, of the young boy that's lost and without her intensity and her, she walks the line of being hopeless and and, and, un, and un, hopeless and kind of 
unsure of whether or not she's crazy or sane. Yeah. And she's really wrestling with all these things that are going on in her life while she's trying to find her kid. And her character really brings you into just this really desperate, holy shit, where is this little kid? Mm, a lot of depth in that, too. I mean, it's a very simple story of, like, I'm trying to get my kid back, but it pulls a lot of depth. You've got the piece of shit dad. You've got... What's the sheriff's name? He's actually Hopper. kind of a prominent actor, isn't he? I don't know his name in real life. Well... Like Sheriff Hopper. Yeah, and what was Hopper's deal? I'll, I'll look him up. Well, you his, tell, his tell, daughter... Tell what his deal is. Well, he, he... Like, didn't he... It's It's been a while since I've watched... David Harbour's his name, by the way. David Harbour. And what, was he in anything? Not that I know of. Um... I remember you watch more movies than I do, though. Yeah, I remember him being in a couple of uh, things. But anyway, he was great cop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because at first you're setting up like, okay, he's going to be the inept alcoholic sheriff that sort of is the roadblock while everyone's trying to find this kid. And it's not that way at all. No. Deep, awesome character. Now, we should give you the names of all four kids, but they haven't become this is really for most of them they're they're one big thing and so except for the kid that played <clears> Richie. <throat> well, well right but why wax intellectual with everyone like oh so and so and then, you know yeah. it's a good show go see it yeah it's a good one and reason we're bringing it up because season two this week now season one leaves us with uh, if you're just gonna skip season one they uh, I don't know why you would. <clears throat> we're left with uh, knowing that there's one more monster. We didn't get all the monsters. We're left with uh, we recover one of the boys, and uh, we see he's sick and maybe a kind of host, a carrier. Yes, of, infected, uh, if you yeah. will, possibly. From and spending having, too much time on the other side, maybe. And, and can't can't really stay in our dimension. He flashes in and out of dimensions. Yeah. And uh, we see that Eleven maybe stuck in a dimension or maybe she's back yeah maybe 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 not maybe not i don't know then again she finds a i don't know just in the trailer she finds a basket with her favorite meal ego waffles yeah those, those, once again one of those great references most everybody survives most everybody most everybody survives not everybody no i mean everyone you want to see survive i would say survives now, the poster, they put a poster out for Stranger Things 2 on Netflix. It's just sitting there statically, on, you know, before you yeah, just select yeah, yeah. through the other movies. What do you think they're trying to tell us? I don't know. I'm trying not to read too much into it. You don't want to ruin it? Uh, yeah. I've watched, I've watched both the trailers that are out, but I'm trying not to ruin it. Um, I will say my favorite um, storyline, um, my favorite storyline during the whole thing was the, um, the older brother. I liked his storyline a lot. Um, well, he's kind of the nerdy, introverted guy yeah. who's there for he's his family. He's always the guy, like, whenever, like, you know, you're watching the movie with friends, and you always go, oh, you're this guy, you're that guy. Yeah, guess what guy I always fucking get called. And so, like, by the end of it, everyone's like, oh, he's going to get the chick. I'm like, no. No, I am that guy. He's not going to get the chick. And he didn't get the chick. I like that he didn't he, get the chick. Same with that's me. real. Exactly. Because <laughs> it, it always pisses me off when that guy gets the chick. I'm like, she never fucking goes out with me. No, no. She She's like, oh, you're just like a big brother. Yeah, you're just a big brother. Like a brother. Always like a brother. And yeah, she goes with the rich pretty boy. Mm. And I like that that happened. I like that those two ended up together because it's the fucking way it does happen. Now you're going to binge watch too? Or are you going to take your time with it? Um... 
I want to tell you, I mean, it comes out on Friday. I work the entire weekend and into next week. So I want to tell you, like, I'm going to just like, you know, like make it like go through my work week and do what is it? Is it going to be eight episodes again? I don't know. I don't I haven't heard how many episodes it's going to be. I I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure you can find out. Uh, Probably I'd imagine they use the same formula somewhere between eight to ten. And so I'd like to say I'm only going to do two a night. But man, you know, if it gets good. I'm going to binge that bitch. Yeah, I am. I'm going to go all the way through. Because when I first fucking watched it, uh, I just, it was like one of those afternoons, you know, you're a little hungover. It's like noon, you're making lunch. And you're kind of like, okay, I'll throw something on. And next thing you know, like, I throw it on, and I'm going to start making lunch. And then I forgot about making lunch. Next thing I know, I'm about three, very four good. deep. Yep, very good. That's a very good point. That is an excellent warning. Yes. You make put make lunch. In, make yeah. lunch before you or make dinner before you start watching. Yeah, you put in Stranger Things and odds are it's going to just fucking wreck the next six hours of your life. Yeah. You're just going to go a, show after show after show after show. Yeah. So I'm trying to think, though. I do get, I'm done by like five o'clock every day, though, this week. So if I get home and I start it right at six o'clock, I can do it. I can do it because I don't work till 10 o'clock the next morning. So in theory, I could do it and still get my square eight hours. So here's how we're going to do this. Uh, we're going to have Travis next week and we're not going to wreck stranger things to next week. And then the following week, we're going to have Angus and cheese back. They're going to come in. Travis is going out of town for a trip. Yep. My annual Arizona trip. <clears throat> yep. And then the following week, we're still not going to hit it, but a month from this episode. So four episodes from today, we're going to talk stranger things too. And we're possibly going to spoil it. We're probably going to spoil it. <clears throat> we're giving you a month. If you really wanted to watch it, and by the time you guys hear this, we're giving you three and a half weeks, essentially four weeks. For those of you that really want to fucking watch it, you'll have watched it. Yeah, and more than likely, every other asshole with a podcast will have wrecked it for you by then anyway. Yeah. So we're trying to be good guys yeah. here. Yeah. We might actually, if they start wrecking it a little too <clears throat> much, we might, bring, we might bump it up an episode. If they do it too much, we're just not going to talk about it at all. We'll yeah. just be like, watch it. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck watch them. It. Uh, we were going to talk about one other thing. Uh, oh, oh shit. South Park. Yeah. Fractured yeah. but whole. How was that? It's been good. I have three or four hours into it right now. Okay. How, have you um, heard how long it is typically? So stick the, diffi- of, the diffi- stick of truth was quick. The difficulty level actually is not set by your skin tone. What, what they tell you is when you pick the color of your character, uh, so if it starts at white, easiest, and then, you know, black right. is the most Gets, difficult. Yeah, it ramps it up. Uh, they'll tell you uh, the uh, the brawls or fights won't be any more difficult, just everything else in life. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, they just make a social commentary there. Right. You actually have to go and, and change the difficulty of the fights. But it's uh, it's it's everything that Stick of Truth was. The fight system's a little bit more simplified. There's a few more tasks in it, but it's... You know, it's for your South Park fan. I'm a huge, huge South Park fan. Embarrassing South Park fan, actually. Freakish. Oh, I love South. It's probably still my favorite TV show out that's on right now. They're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. We've sung sung their praises uh, many times before. Trey Parker and Matt Stone are just, they're amazing. Yeah. They're They're amazing. Yeah. They have the attitudes that you wish you could have if you were as popular as they are, where they told them to go home. They'd be like, cool, we're going to Colorado. Fuck you. You know, they're just ultra cool guys. 
Uh, and the game, you can you can tell it's got their stamp on it. So is it like playing a... Because uh, Stick of Truth was very much... You're like, you're just playing an episode of South Park. Like, it's just like a TV episode of South Park. Yep. Nailed it. Okay. Yep. Nailed it. And it's, but it's, it is, it's graphic. Like, oh, yeah. when, so you, was Stick of Truth. I'll, Remember I'll, your, your dad's <laughs> balls come at you in one scene in Stick of Truth? Uh, you play superheroes in this rather than like Lord of the Rings characters. Yeah. See, I like the Lord of the Rings. And, uh, Every good superhero has a tragic backstory. Yeah. And my character's tragic backstory. I think everybody's character's backstory is that I walked in and saw my dad fuck my mom. (laughs) (laughs) That's my... Is it it your character continued from Stick of Truth then? No, no, no. I'm a new kid from town. Another new kid. And they respond to you more. You're involved more in what's going on. And you're still the new kid that's got to prove himself and help out. Uh, they've got a lot more, uh, they've, they've taken in some cutaway scenes. Uh-huh. So when you use your superpowers, you get these grandiose. Oh yeah. You know, uh, like sort of like when, uh, Butters would become uh, professor chaos in the show. And then it goes to like this huge, like animated yes. type series. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very video game ask. Yes. And, uh, kind of like a finishing move and. Okay. It's it, it's I'm not that far in it. Three or four hours in this kind of it's kind of an RPG. Right. Uh, it's not very long. I've probably got another I would guess twenty hours to twenty five hours to put into it before I get that character through his uh, through okay. the saga. That's actually not too too bad. I'm not going to get stick or uh, um, fractured butthole. Uh, just simply of the fact I got stick of truth the day it came out. So that's sixty dollars right there. And then within a month, it was down to like thirty dollars. Yeah. And then like three months later, you could get it for like ten to twenty bucks. Yeah. I, if you're, I mean, most video games are like that. If you want a value shop, you're, you're gonna. Yeah. I mean, you know, paying sixty dollars for something like The Witcher Three, where I put in like Jesus, like five hundred hours into that. Okay. But yeah, for like a twenty-hour game, you know, I learned the same uh, thing with Alien Isolation. So I've even made it through like the 20 hours of gameplay on that. And I paid 60 bucks and within three to four months, you know, it's down to 20 bucks. You know, 22 hours in a movie theater would cost you an average. Oh, God, it's, it's dirty. Mm-hmm. It's dirty. So when you and I go on our mandates yes. to a theater, uh, we each probably spend 15 at concessions. Then we buy the ticket to $50 a movie for we're looking 90 at about, minutes. Yeah, we're looking at about $30 for 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. So what does that work out to an a hour? Piece. $20 an hour. So $40 yeah. an hour. $40. $40 for two hours. Yeah, so $40 an hour. So yeah, $40 it'd be $80 an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for two hours. Yep. Uh, and we're talking about 22 hours. Yeah. Talking about eight hundred bucks, nine hundred bucks, right there, and yeah, to go to the theater, movie, movie money, yeah. And so when we're talking fifty nine dollars for uh, Fracture But Whole, and then when you're done with it, if you sell it soon enough, you can almost get all your money back out of it. Yeah. Or if you wait till the period of time you're talking about, now we're now we're into a dead title. Now it's going to sit there. You can't get your dough out of it. And yep. if you download it, you're even more fucked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're not. And I got the stick of truth free with mine, so it was kind of nice. Well, you're always going to get the stick of truth free with it, aren't you? Or Maybe. is that only pre-orders? No, you probably are. Yeah, they'll give it listen, to you. Listen, I'm special. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, you I'm are special. special. That's all right, yeah. 
They told me when and, I bought it, you're special. Yeah, well, I was like, I am special. Well, Thank guess you. what? In, in three to four months, they're going to tell me I'm special too. And they're going to tell me that I was, <laughs> <laughs> that I was fiscally sound. And making special too. <laughs> I was fiscally sound and paying, you know, a third of the price. Now you were talking to me, what was it? Friday? You want, that was super weird. You never are like, hey, let's go see a flick. And the one night I'm busy. You're like, hey, Jim, do you want to go see a movie? Blah, 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 blah. Let's go see the movie Lucky. Yeah. Tell um, me about it. So I always find out things way too late. Um, Harold Ramis, I didn't know that he had died um, until about a little over a year after he had actually died. That's not I good. Remember, That's not good. I love Harold Ramis movies. I remember going up to every one of my friends, like no one thought to tell me about this. Not a single one of you guys thought to tell me about this. Well, we didn't really think you didn't. So I find out, um, I don't remember what I was looking up. I was, I was trying to find this documentary on Harry Dean Stanton that I was on Netflix and I watched it, but it was always one of those things that you sort of watch when you're like in bed and it's the end of the night. And so, you know, you've watched the whole thing, but you've not really watched the whole thing because you catch different bits of it during your bits of consciousness. And you died in the middle of September. And I remember thinking, and it just sort of shattered my world a little bit because like Harry Dean Stanton, he was old. He was old as fuck. He was 91. And you look at him, you know, and he's old. And then like, cause I, I have days, right. Where I wake up, I'm feeling a bit salty. And I'm like, man, I'm 35 pushing the end and i'm like dude harry did Dean, you just say pushing the end you know like, i'm pushing the end here i'm 35 i'm, I'm just gonna good. die any day any day any fucking day so morose but yet just knowing that harry dean stanton <clears throat> was out there looking the way he did drinking his cocktails chain smoking his cigarettes was he molly ringwald's dad and 16 candles he was Molly Ringwald's dad oh, in Pretty, Pretty in pink. pink. Pretty in Pink. That's Pretty right. In Pretty pink. in Pink. Does your mom look good in pink? <clears throat> yep. The girl from the other side of the tracks. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, so he died. And that just. What else has he been in? That shit me. Alien. Duh. Yep. Yep. He's Keep guy, going. He's guy that wore the Hawaiian shirt and Alien. Repo Man. I love Repo Man, but they've redone it. So you're talking about the 80s Repo Man, not the most recent Repo Man. Fucking repo man. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> now you sound 35. <laughs> the uh, what else was he in? Yeah, he you already said uh, pretty in pink. Uh, his only really lead role was in Paris, Texas. He was in um, what the fuck was that? Um, it was sort of like a goofball World War II movie that they made, like I think in the 70s. Donald Sutherland sort of played this um, zany tank commander in it. Um, I, I'm having flashes of it. I don't yeah, remember what that is. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about where he kind of goes like, what, what was his big thing? Like, what's with all the negativity, baby? You got to be positive. And I'm like, sure, no fucking World War II tank driver. Yeah, any millennials like listening to this? Kelly, like, no idea. Kelly Heroes. That's it. Yeah, Kelly Heroes. Uh, he was in Kelly Heroes, And then um, one of my favorite movies of all time, Cool Hand Luke. He was in motherfucking Cool Hand Luke. Going into the baby boomer titles. You know? so, well, I mean. That's well, he's 91. I mean, he's, he's not, yeah. been working a long time. He's I been mean, in a shitload more movies he, than that, but we we're trying yeah. to name some that you might be able to pull the picture from. I mean, he, he, yeah, he's, yeah, 91. He served in the Navy uh, 
you know, like on a boat off of um, what was the final battle we got into in that Japanese campaign? The first Midway. Time. No, Midway was towards the beginning. Midway was like our first victory. Uh, I have I literally um, got to think about it, Battlefield 1941 to think. It of was all after the Peleliu. Fights. It was after Peleliu, Okinawa. Okay. Yeah, he was in a he was in a like on a um, navy ship off of uh, Okinawa. So I mean, dude, even fucking served. He was a badass. Lucky's his Mona Lisa then. So that's it. Yeah. Lucky's his uh, swan song. And um, the director, Lynch. All the reviews I was reading of it said it was the greatest movie he'd ever made. It was the, 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 everything he'd done up to that point came out on film in the movie Lucky. Right. Cause he's never, like I said, he's always that guy in the background. He's always been supporting cast outside of Paris, Texas. And so in, in this movie, it's essentially fucking him. Right. You know, it was written and made for him and he didn't even want to do it. He was like, look, man, I'm on my way out. I've had a good life. You know, I'm not even going to be around when this thing comes out. Like, I don't want to do it. But uh, from what I can see, you know, it's about him and he's old and he knows he's going to die and sort of his acceptance of it. And it's kind of, you know, they were talking about whether he was spiritual or not. And the director thought he might have been spiritual. But then there were interviews with him where he's like, look, man, when you get to be 91, you're just ready for this shit to end. You know, and like go on to the other side. Really? Yeah. I would think, I mean, because it's getting credible reviews. It's kind of bullshit. He died before he got to see all these accolades. I mean, I, it's all posthumous accolades he's getting. And he's, yeah. well, he would have just, I mean... It's everything to be recognized and be told that you've mastered your craft and this is an amazing movie and you're not alive to see it. God, it's bullshit. I wouldn't say it's like everything. <clears throat> I, I don't think that he would have. He seemed like the type of dude to me that would have been like, yeah, it's cool, but you know, it's not like. Yeah, I think that's all a front. I think everybody yeah, I think feels like they yeah. want to be recognized positively. So, yeah, I mean, I do. I'm not going to lie to you. 91, you don't ever get reviews like this, and then you fucking die, and they finally happen? Or do they happen because you die? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So maybe they're finally like, okay, time we pay tribute to this great actor. So <laughs> This amazing icon of American cinema. <laughs> no like one to tell him all the nice things about him when he can't hear them. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that the way, though? Bullshit. Isn't that the fucking way? It's kind of bull. It's kind of nutless. It is. It is. I mean, you know, people said good things, I uh, guess, a little bit about... I mean, but, of course, with Alien, everyone mm. talks Sigourney Weaver or Ridley Scott or uh, John Hurt for getting the come out of his chest. I think it's a critic's um, way of being a fan of cinema and saying what they want to say about a show they really enjoyed without the fear of really getting slammed by other people because, you know... the, the How are you going to slam them? Yeah. Like, you know, what are you going to say? Really? Slamming a dead guy? Yeah, exactly. You've always (laughs) got that like, well, they can't really come after me because he died. So I'm going to say I can be a super fan now. Yeah. I finally get to be the super fan. So uh, Because you really liked Alien Covenant. You did. I did like Alien Covenant. I I actually went back and watched it over the weekend. It's a fucking bad movie and you like it. It's not that bad. I've rewatched it. But see, it takes balls to say that you like it. Because again, it's a shit movie. Bless you. Thank you. I, I... yeah, no, I've rewatched it. I rewatched it with uh, the Ridley Scott commentary. It's scary how much I can relate to a guy that's nearly eighty, um, and just some of his outlooks. It kind of 
Makes me think I'm 35. I'm coming I'm to the sorry. end. I'm sorry, lifers. I made a mistake. I, I, shouldn't I, have, I, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have opened it up. Down, you I shouldn't have, have talked about it. But okay, it does, I never mentioned aliens. Just okay. move along. Well, his move character, along. though, was great, though, because like he, um, <clears throat> he himself, as the actor, came up with the personal touch to have his character wearing the Hawaiian shirt. In the movie Alien. Yeah, in the movie Travis Alien. Travis is jumping around. Yeah. So, you know, he gave this character a Hawaiian shirt because he thought it would just be kind of something silly this guy did. When they were like, you know, in this like off planet sort of souvenir shop, like, hey, remember Earth and Hawaii? And so he like picks up this Hawaiian shirt that he likes to wear around. Well, I'm game to go see it. But if those of you are kind of searching through your phone, trying to find a place it's showing, there aren't even many places in Minneapolis it's showing. Couple Edina, couple got, random theaters that kind of are known for th- showing. We got to go. We got to go. Sundance to, movies. We got to go to Cake Eater Town and go <clears> to Edina <throat> to see it. Everything sucks in a diner. Yeah, it's all cake eaters. Poser kind of deal. Yeah, fucky diner. But uh, here, <laughs> last, last, week last week it was fuck. Last week it was fuck Shakopee. This week, fuck a diner. No, seriously, fuck Shakopee. <laughs> seriously. Do not like that town. Yeah, I'm not crazy about you. Do not like that I do town. like hearing you say Shakopee, though. It's such a fun word to say. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I hate that place. Or maybe it's just a fun word for me to hear you say Shakopee. Which one of us is going to do, because I told, remember last week, we kind of, hey, we're going to do this thing about Halloween. Did you do something for Halloween? I found something that scares the shit out of me, but I would not call it Halloween. That's a no. Yeah, that's going to be a no for you. Yeah. Can you, can you, I don't, I don't have toys. I'm still looking at how many missions is that shop? I mean, rather sorties. How many sorties has the chopper been on? Don't change the subject to my weird, my weird obsession, my weird GI Joe toys, <laughs> and maybe fifty. But you twist this, you make it right. Tell it in a Halloween way, maybe. Can you do that? I don't know if you can do that with um, death rays. Death, it's death rays. Mm. We we now have the death ray, but it's that's really the only way I can Halloween it because it's all right. Well, you you. Tell, spin the tale. You want to hear? Okay. So I listened to Is this to a, a true, true, before you go, is this true, false? Is this, true story. This true is story. a real thing. This is a real thing that is happening. All right, hit me. Death rays. Lasers, specifically. So as you know, I, I listened to a podcast called The Harlan Highway. Harlan Williams, he was in the movie Rocket Man, Half-Baked. Um, I think he's just one of the best stand-up comedian. The guy fucking cracks me up. What would people know him from? Once again, half baked Rocket Man. Uh, I don't. Uh, there's something. He was in Fairly Brother movies. Like he had ten cameos. people have seen half baked. So um, I don't know. Google him, man. You'll see his goofy. He was face. on Letterman all the time. He was Letterman, really Leno, Conan, mild mannered. Like, didn't he? He had a joke about his coffee table. It's just all he's, he when he does his his delivery. It's all real straight and monotone and real unexcited. It's kind of all lower. That's one way he does. He's <laughs> He's a character. He's a character. Let's put it that way. And so on his podcast, what he does is he'll, um, he always kind of comes up with these crazy ideas and he's like, no, trust me, gang. When you follow up with me on this, you're going to see it's happening. And so a while back, he was talking about North Korea and how they need to just fire these pinpoint lasers on North Korea to disable their nuclear weapons testing. And so in my head, I'm like, Harlan, are you fucking retarded? You know, I'm like imagining like the United States government getting like 
a fucking superstar class destroyer flying it over North Korea and raining lasers down on North Korea. It's very X-Men. I like it. That's what I'm hearing in my head. I'm thinking Star Wars type shit, you know, and um, it's a real pa- kind of a pacifist approach to you're just hitting the missiles. Nobody really dies. Right. Laser right. beams. Yeah. These are just pinpointed strikes. And then um, on uh, one of last week's episodes, he comes back and he's like, so I uh, found this little uh, little ditty here uh, from September. Yeah, gang, they're doing it. And so I start looking it up, and it's called the um, it's called the Athena Laser. And this thing, um, is this the video you sent me? Yeah, this thing is nuts. So, Mister Drone Enthusiast, they just recently did a test on it. And what kind of you have a hobby drone, right? Yeah. Yeah, basically, I have a DJI Phantom 4. Okay, well, this thing took out five fucking, like, real big boy drones. Like that. I resent your tone. I'm, I, have a, I have a decent drone. Uh, you don't have a military-grade drone. Not yet. I hope you don't. Not yet. Well, if you ever do, I'm buying me a fucking Athena laser, and I'm shooting it out of the sky. Why? Because fuck your drone coming over my house. Trust me. <laughs> my drone's not making trips to your house. So things got to get a lot more exciting in Travis town. Okay. So this is the fun part, right? Here's where it gets scary. Um, so when you think of a laser beam, what do you think? You think like, like a red beam of light or like a green beam of light that just sort of points at something. Yep. Something that takes like massive generators that, uh, shoots an uncontrollable beam of light that just fires through every piece of solid matter at one time. Right now, like when, I don't know, back in the early two thousands, they did like a huge thing on star Wars. Right. And they said in order to actually generate a laser beam for like a lightsaber, you would need like a warehouse kind of space room. That's nothing but a generator to just power essentially a flashlight size, you know, laser beam to come out of something that looks like a flashlight, which made sense to a me. lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. Made sense to me. They have compacted it down to about, Oh, what would you say that? Like the size of a turret gun. Yeah. It seemed like you, like an old school sit down arcade box. Yeah. Yeah. Just you sit down and yeah, like you, it'd be like a fucking video game mm-hmm. and this thing. Um, all right. For one example, took the engine out of a truck from a mile away. It has no sound and it has no sight. So you think you're driving your car and you see the, the, the green or red death ray coming down on you. Oh shit. I'm going to turn and get out of the way. Nope. Basically the way it was described is you're just driving your car and all of a sudden you just start to see this hole form in like the hood of your car and then your engine's gone. Uh, the way when they did, you watch when the drones were flying, right? Mm-hmm. They're just flying all of a sudden, whap, a hole sort of appears in their tail wing and it catches on fire. Just, it's kind of fucking scary. What I thought was interesting about your story was the cost involved. What's it cost right now for us to shoot a drone out of the air? Okay, so... Right now, we're using th- uh, $3 million Patriot missiles to shoot these, what, 200 or $2,000 drones, something like that. Or maybe they're $20,000 drones. 
Doesn't matter. Say it's a million dollars. Say it's a million dollars. Still, still, we're spending three million to one million. Right. Less than a dollar to use this laser beam. And from a mile away. From a mile away. And that's what it was tested at. It could probably go further. It is a laser beam. I feel like it's got some I think range. it can go further. Yeah. Now, you did express a fear. Um, do you remember what that fear is? Uh, what if you miss? Yeah. That, well, that was a, that was a consideration <laughs> that... that could be a fear. Like, are you going to take direct TV out? Yeah, that's basically your, your stake in the whole thing. You know, if you fuck with my Monday night football. Yeah, do not fuck with my cable. Yeah. I have not cut the cable, but yeah, go ahead. So, I mean, for me, it's just, this is terrifying. We now have death from above that you, you can't hear it. You can't see it. And it's only a matter of time. I mean, right now it's it sounds like a great, cool thing because we can go in and we can do coordinated precision strikes on targets of opportunity with very minimal collateral damage, right? Just go in, say we've got some ground troops getting shelled. We can go in and just flap. There goes their artillery. Oh, they're bringing in tanks and armor on our guy. Flap. There goes their tanks and armor. They were able to shoot that several times. Uh, You said the the recharge time, the amount of, you have unlimited, unlimited, unlimited. You can just thwap, thwap, thwap. So how long though, until we actually turn it on humans? Yeah. How long before it becomes half the size of a pallet to write in your hand? Right, right. And you know, all of a sudden you're walking down the street with Hank one day and you're looking over and all of a sudden he's starting to get a little sweat and you're going, what the fuck's up, man? You know, you got a cold or something and his head is gone. You don't hear it. You don't see it. Just, it's gone. And you're like, that's one hell of a fucking virus. I hope I wasn't sharing forks with him. First of all, what did Hank do? Because maybe I'm for it. Maybe I am for it too. But Was no. Hank an asshole? Um, maybe, maybe, you know. One less asshole. I can go for that. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe, you know, I mean, yeah, maybe he's, you know, an insurgent fighter somewhere. So maybe he's a bad guy. Well, unless you agree with him, then he's a good guy. Yeah, then he's a good guy. But maybe, you know... I just happen to know Hank and we're walking down and someone fucked up and got their targeting wrong or <laughs> someone turned, you know, they turned the weapons on us. That's a little scary. You, you don't see it coming. I mean, I can see all of the military advantages of this, but at the same time, it's scary to know that that's out there. That silent death like that, like a silent invisible death ray is out there and it's, we're going to use it. If we're just now hearing about it, that means the military's had it for quite some time. I just want to shit all over this. Well, really? Yeah. Cause this is not Halloween. Oh, for fuck. This is even Halloween. Scary. You're worried about, you're worried about laser beam, freaking laser beams. I'm worried about laser beam. How long till they put them on that? You know, put them on sharks with laser beams. Do you think they'd waste a dollar killing you? I don't think they will. A dollar. Probably not, but mix your drugs. Funny man. Mix your drugs. That's all they want from you. <laughs> mix your drugs. Funny do, you, man. do your work. Do your work. Mix your drugs. Funny man. Stay quiet. Do your little podcast. Maybe don't overstep your bounds with talking about this laser shit. Well, now it's in public. It's not like I'm giving away military secrets. No, it wasn't like, uh, God, what was the name of that Manson group? I always thought would come after you. Oh, the Valentine people. <laughs> well, what the fuck? Did they have a name? I've forgotten now. Where you get the Valentine for the supporting mail? him? And that chick got out of jail, by the way. Yeah, she did get out of jail. 
As much as I want to shit on your story, my Valentine, my story for Halloween, not Valentine's Day, but Halloween might not be, might not be great. Okay. Might not be great. So I could, I could be throwing stones from a glass house. Here. <laughs> but okay. I mean, tell me this though. <clears throat> Does that not scare you? Laser beams. Well, any, anything like that, I mean, it would be scary if it was coming after me. Like right now, I agree with my government. Right, right. We same share here. the same perspective, so it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't bother and me. I'm, uh, yeah, and I'm all for the, the, the tactical, you know, we'll eliminate a lot of uh, collateral damage with these things. Yeah. The second I disagree with my government, though, it's when it starts to scare me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you this. Well, I mean, what? We just increased our, our military spending budget by how much? Like something billions. I mean, think about this. All we got to do is arm some sharks with laser beams, send some helicopter crews in with laser beams. Does that clean up the mess too? I mean, if you kill somebody with a laser beam, do you have to bury them? Because they're there might be some charred big enough, you know. Yeah, light and the wind will just carry you away. It was about a whole about this. It would probably just go straight through my guts. Mm -hmm. It might it, it might be enough to cut me in half, but. So you could. I feel like we could tweak that so you could take care of the death and the funeral at one time. Like, well, (laughs) where's Travis? (laughs) Like all of a sudden, that's literally the way they describe it. Is these people will be sitting in their car, their vehicle, and all of a sudden, just the hood will start disappearing. Just no sight, no sound. There goes the hood of your car. Yeah, that's not good because they could turn that up to a point where they just. Get it so intense that they could just sweep just acres at a time. Yeah. See, as long as it's precision, I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? But us being humans, what are we going to do? We're going to say, what can this baby really do? <laughs> we're going to ramp it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to kill ourselves so, is what we're going to do. Exactly. So, yes. Yes. It might not be traditional Halloween, but it is death ray and it is very scary. And I'm glad that we have it. But at the same time, I don't know that I'm glad anybody has it. It's fair. It's fair. It's not very Halloween, though. It is a death ray. Yeah. Well, next week is Halloween, so. We're supposed to be ramping up towards it, but I'll give you that. All right. What do I have? What do I have? I have vampires. 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 You know some vampires, do you, No. You hang out with vampires? No, I have a vampire story, if you will. Okay. Malawi, 140 people are arrested. That's like this little country in like Africa, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like the size of New Jersey in Southeast Africa. Wait, Southeast Africa is even the size of New Jersey? I mean, it's just like a little tiny, I mean, it wouldn't even be the appendix of Africa. It's more like a... So if it's like, like Jersey. Like a gallstone. It's the gallstone of Africa, if you will. Okay. Much like Jersey's the armpit of uh, the United States. 18 million people, though. In this so, little condensed gall. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, there was this scare. Some of the people were coming down with the sickness. That's actually not good. 18 million people cramped in that little area. Right. Well, they... Uh, someone said that there were vampires causing the spread of this. So uh, 140 people were arrested for uh, this mob going around, and they actually waxed nine people that they suspect of being vampires. <laughs> I thought we got over this. I thought we got over this, humans. 
this this no no do they do they have well what i want to know is what kind of technology do they have in this country i mean are they one of those countries that's still kind of back in the you know 400 years ago times it's a little dicey it's a little dicey when the president has to come out and say hey we will protect you from the vampires you do not have to run around and kill them because everyone so firmly believes in vampires, yeah. there's an education issue there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a sidebar, really, at that point. Like, the moment you realize society's afraid of, al- of, of Vampire. va- aliens, but vampires, aliens would be far more warranted than, a- than the vampire thing. You probably have, you probably derailed a little. Me? No, just the, you know, the whole society. society. I'm like, yeah. what did I, I didn't cause the vampires, Jim. <laughs> I'm talking death rays. <laughs> I, I could go into that. I realize I just gave sort of a headline story, but just think on that for a minute. There's people out there that are sort of doing Salem witch hunts with, but vampires. They're doing, how did you pronounce that? Mob, mob, mobs are running around. No, 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 no. The name of the country. Uh, Malawi. Malawi. The Malawi vampire uh, trials or whatever. And I don't even know that there were trials. They were like stoning and killing. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, yeah. they, they did them dirty. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't the Malawi, was the, the Malawi vampire lynchings. But imagine that right now you don't know necessarily how you're going to die. Right. You have some, some, you know, family history. That's kind of, that's, that's kind of where my brain went. Like all of a sudden people were saying he's a vampire. You're like, how weird would that be? Yeah. Like guys, no, it's me. It's Travis. I just work in a lab. You know me. Mixing chemicals at night. Yeah. <laughs> you know me. Well, uh, we don't know these, these chemicals you mix. I give you, hey, I give you your Lipitor every month. You know who I am. You, you look a little peaked. I mean, maybe, maybe I could see it. You don't tan well. I do not tan well. I've been told that. I don't know when it, it started actually when I moved to Europe. I might have got something in Europe. You have age though. I've seen photos that you post on Facebook, and I'm always trying to figure out which one of the young people is you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> just watching, just watching the expression, <laughs> just watching your expression go from somewhat happy to fuck you, Jim. <laughs> What's worth it? <laughs> Fucking prick. Oh, it's worth it. That was a good time. I know. I used to be a handsome young man. I don't know about that. You just used to be different. You look different. Yeah. You, you look, you look. Yeah. Life hadn't quite, you know, kicked me in the balls so many times. <laughs> I don't know where to go from this. <laughs> I know where to go. How's the bet coming? Uh, meh. Are you starting to give up on it? I feel like I am, but I got a good week coming. Why should well, I give up? We got Halloween candy coming shortly after that. We've got Turkey coming. Then we got the whole holiday thing. There's going to be booze parties get cold out. ASU's been like really winning lately. Kicking ass. Yeah. Giant killers with ASU. Yeah. It's been tough. Are you holding at least on the 10 pounds? I'm holding. I'm holding steady. Okay. I'm, I'm, I have not changed, but a half pound. But a half pound? But a half pound. And, and that's within the degree of error on these bullshit scales. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, no, pretty much just holding right at the 10. Yeah, I'm at 215, not 215 and a half. Again. Yeah. You know. So. Did it level itself correctly? I don't, right. I don't feel like I've made huge well, when strides. I, well, when I get to my number, is it at half or because technically I clocked in at a half or do I have to get all the way down to the 
bottom number. Well, we got to get down to 20 pounds. Okay. Whatever the 20 pounds is. I mean, okay. we're, you know, we're gentlemen. Yes. Sort of. We, sort of. We, we respect the spirit of a, of a, of a gentleman's bet. Mm-hmm. I would say. No. We're not ungentlemanly when it comes to a, a gentleman's bet. I, I can tell you, I haven't been just going for it lately. Like going for food or like, going for? Well, like the diet. Oh, the diet. I, I haven't been. Like tonight, you know, we had an appetizer. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Should, Mozzarella we, sticks. We never do the appetizer. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like a meal before my meal, please. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, full order. I want a full order. <laughs> Can I get a side of ranch with that? That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was kind of thinking about that, but I was like, well, fuck it. If he's doing it, I'm doing it. But then at the same time, I'm like, was he fucking with me though? Is he like supremely close and this is going to be his way? Yeah, like, no, no. Like, hey, eat up that fried bread because. Uh, <laughs> I told you I had a long day. Yeah, you had did. a long day. Yeah. Got to me. The job's getting to me. <laughs> Watching old people throw their lives away is just getting to me. <laughs> While you erase it. Yeah. Well, I erase their lives. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I, uh, I do have a different story though for how my work life sort of spun over the last week. Outside of erasing people's lives, you know, I've been doing production, right? commercials, documentaries, stuff like that. Uh, fun fact, people do not like their picture taken. No, I don't anymore. Uh, when I was younger and I looked like everyone else and, you know, before I had gotten so aged, I loved having my picture taken. Well, I didn't love it, but I didn't mind. If you took my picture, I wasn't like, hey, asshole, give me that camera. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't like having my picture taken anymore. Yeah, we were out collecting some B-reel, you know, getting some... Uh, yeah, just some stock Town footage. scenes and people enjoying yeah. certain festivals. And there was this harvest festival we had to deal with. And uh, everybody that was in the crew got their little press passes. And I was late to get mine. So mm-hmm. I kind of... Uh, and, and I actually wasn't late. I was sent to do an errand and meet everybody a little later because I was in charge of so doing So this errand caused you to be late for it. Right. So I didn't get the pass or, or whatever. And I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. Um, okay. How'd that go for you? I noticed the film crew was doing just fine. People, oh, they play up to the camera and see their little press passes. And then when the camera would pass, there'd be a couple people floating around and they get you know sort of smile and winks or they'd be talking or they'd stop the whole camera crew and want to know where they were going to appear and da, da 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 and i was stuck with uh i was doing all the full frame stills mm-hmm. and uh so you're using a still camera yeah you were yeah. using just snap snap photo yes i use a canon 5d mark IV. okay it's a, it's a nice camera it's okay. not it's not a a Canon D1, but it's pretty nice. So you're just snapping some pictures of people. You're not even capturing them in motion. I look legit, dude. I've got a pretty good rig. I've got uh-huh. nice equipment. I look I look legit. Not without that press pass. You don't have that pass, dude. <laughs> people are fucking rude. Yeah, not without that pass. It's like, hey, pervert, take a picture. It'll last long. Wait, don't take a picture. <laughs> it's funny you say that because 
Did, I, were you taking a picture of a kid? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would get to, you know, it's a family deal. And right. so you want, oh, there's a cute kid on a pumpkin or whatever. Right, right. And here's mom and dad and child playing. Yeah. Some of the pictures I have of their expressions before they tell me <laughs> to go fuck off are so great. Because you can see they're looking at me like, this guy is such a creep. <laughs> and, and he has such a pricky face. <laughs> <laughs> they were not into it, dude. I, I, no, I just, I've said it before. You don't ever just want to roll up and start taking pictures of no. kids. But this was particularly bad. You got to have that press pass. You Something that to. identifies I'm not a creep. Yeah. Or at least be standing next to the person with press pass and like maybe talking to them. So that they can see you're with them. Because, uh, yeah, my ex uh, in Alaska, she'd have her press pass. And then I just swore to be with her holding camera. But they saw, oh, he's camera. He's holding camera. He's with the journalist. He's good. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have that. I was just kind of rogue. <laughs> Fucking and then idiot, man. I was reviewing. <laughs> I, I would say you did that. a good photographer might have a great picture out of every 50 snaps, 30 snaps. I went through, I probably took 500 snaps and I just wanted to burn them all. I was just, <laughs> I think the, the town threw me off because I just felt like I got shit. Was Everything it Shakopee? Was shit. Was it Shakopee? No, no, it was a yeah. uh, uh, little town. Yeah. Little so, what did, town. so what lesson did we learn here, Jim? Yeah, I got to have the, that press pass. Yeah, don't just go up, start taking pictures of people's kids. Or don't, don't get the still camera job that day. The video camera, everybody's into that. But the still camera, they're just like, you pervert. Yeah. Who takes pictures, pervert? <laughs> yeah, right. Just kind of felt like that. I don't know. It was, it was weird. What about you? What got to you last week? I was up for a job and I didn't get it. Ooh. This job would have been a bit of a game changer for me. Would have been would have been nice. Would have more than doubled my salary. Would have. Um, That's real nice. Yeah. Would have given me some nice benefits, some good fringe benefits, about a month worth of paid vacation. Nice. After a year, real good stuff, doing what I want to do within the field, and that's working with cancer patients. Um, I don't know if you know this about me or not, Jim, but I didn't get into pharmacy to get old men hard. I got into pharmacy to help people. They appreciate it. Well, I'm sure. Pre- you're helping them, and you're helping a whole lot of people when you're solving that problem. Really? Well, when they're bitching at me over the price of it and how mm-hmm. I didn't get it to them soon enough, I don't really think they're, I don't really think that they're... Uh, too grateful, but uh, I don't think we should pick on those guys. But I get what you're saying. You're not enjoying the retail aspect of your job. Yes, and so I would have been working. I would have been mixing, um, basically, chemo drugs for cancer patients and helping people with cancer, trying to help them. Yeah, I imagine the feedback when you kill one of them's not good. Well. Uh, <laughs> what is it like? They're going to be bitching at you over the price of a boner pill. They're going to be like, How, "Why is my daughter dead?" Mm, you're not really killing them, though. Well, I don't know. I mean, you're something to... went wrong in the chain of events. Maybe the cancer got to them, or maybe you didn't mix it right. Uh, I wonder how often that happens. Like, I want to know who makes the chemo shit, because he fucked up. I, I don't know. I didn't get the job. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. So um, I, mm. haven't, I haven't mixed uh, since uh, my uh, externship, but it's something... I'm still going to pursue it, you know. Oh, you got it. How close yeah. were you? Were you close? So that's the frustrating thing. I pretty much was told I all but had the job. Mm. And then at the last second, some guy internally comes in 
and says, tells his friend, hey, Chuck, you ought to apply for this position. Chuck applies for it after they've already held all the interviews. They've pretty much, like the day they're calling people to say, okay, Travis, you got the job, you didn't. Travis, you know, good, whatever. I get a call saying, um, so this thing happened and we got a candidate. They look strong on paper. Yeah, I remember that. I get a phone call about this. Yeah, they look strong on paper. And we just got to interview them. And it's set up for next week and we have to interview them. And then come to find out, yeah, it was, it was an internal job. They like to promote from within. So you had it, then you didn't, yep. and then you really didn't. And then I really didn't. Now, when you called me and told me what was going on, I did say. You were kind of shitty. You were yeah. like, yep, you're no longer the new shiny package. Yep. But it wasn't even that. It was just the only reason I, this person beat me. I fucking aced their math test, 100%. Only the second person to ever do that, the guy told me. And it's not like the second person in like three weeks. Like, he's been there for a while. Only the second person to ever ace the math. Um, nailed the personality aspect of it. I find that hard to believe. I know, right? Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I can put on a face. Uh, I, I did go to school for acting, Jim. Yeah. You know, I might not be a good one, but I can, do, I can at least try. So the, um, I, I've told you, you were, you're going to get, you're going to get the job you want. It's a, you know, it's a matter of a lot of things. You get practice makes perfect. You got to keep taking shots. You're going to miss some. Eventually you're going to make it. Yeah. I appreciate that. But that was very, uh, I didn't take it too well. The, the first I tried to tell you, dude, that's that for those of you looking for a job, the second they tell you, we have this one extra candidate, you are fucked. You're mm. always, I don't want to say always, that's you know, a little too much, but let's just say 95% of the time, if you get that phone call, you are fucked. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was just one of those, but I mean, he wants to keep my file on hand. Mm -hmm. He's not thrown, you know, but once again, words are wind. But we'll see what happens. You well, know, you just future. keep you, you keep so firing keep, for these jobs because you were a finalist and you got beat out by somebody they probably had to give the job to. Right. Usually internals, they got to give the job to them. Yep. That's the way it sounded. So that's the only thing that worries me then is if this new position opens up that he says might. It's like, well, we've got you at the top of the pile. Yeah, until someone internally comes in and snipes it at the end like they well, did. What? What so, uh, like it, it just made me a little salty. But yeah, then, I was kind of curious what beyond the obvious of why well, I didn't get the job and I tried to get the job. It's that getting sniped. But you don't try that often. It's not like you're just firing resumes and and passionately seeking promotion. This kind of fell in your lap, right? Right. And it was easy. Yeah. It was easy to do this because you kind of had an in. Right. And with minimal amount of effort, it sounds like, because you were acing everything, everything was going great, Right, you were pretty much got the job. I mean, you, you had it yeah. until a situation popped up that put them in a spot where they kind of they couldn't go, give it to you. Yeah, they had to go another way with it, yeah. So I don't know why the glass is half empty, I guess. Well, you know me, I just don't always take news the best when I first get it. I, this is uh, just like the fucking wrench. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I got a little, I got, I got pretty salty for like a day or two and then, but I'm good. I've calmed down. I've counted my blessings. I realize, you know, I'm okay. Everything's cool. It's kind of like, you know, I just kind of likened it to like, I've got a job. 
you know? Yeah. It's kind of like having like a toy and then they release the toy with the new hat and your dad's like, dude, but you still got this toy. You've got the same exact toy, but it doesn't have the hat. True. You have a good stable job, but you, you, there's play that you haven't hit a ceiling yet. No, but you, you essentially did. You slept with the wrench again. You got a 24 year old girl wanted to sleep with you, enjoyed it and was like, Hey, let's do this again sometime. Yeah. And you're upset about that. Right. Right. But I've learned from that experience. All right. My initial, I got pissed. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I, it was very frustrating. I don't, I wouldn't say that I'm like a bad sport, but I don't like losing. <laughs> Nobody I likes losing. You know? What kind of I, asshole likes losing? I don't like rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Just You were not rejected by the wrench. What? She made it very oh, clear. Oh, that was not rejected. Well, no, that wasn't rejection. Yeah, you hit a home run. Grand slam. Rejected. It was a yeah. single person's dream. Yeah. So no, just, no, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm over it. Like I said, I'm counting my blessings. Don't try to fucking agitate me. You didn't grand slam the interview deal that you would have, you know, landed the job, of course, but it was a strong triple. You might not have scored, but I mean, you got all the way around the bases. You were right there with I got minimal out. effort. I got, th- it was like almost an in the park home run and I got thrown out at the plate. Right. Yeah. Right. And they put a pitching machine in front of you instead of an ace pitcher. And I mean, you had a yellow brick road to get there. And you can still, I, I think can still do it with, with just a few more tries. You're going to nail this. Yeah. It's that old saying that you can't ask 20 girls out without ending up with a girlfriend. What? Yeah. They say that if you ask out 20 girls, you ask 20 girls on a date, you'll never get to 20 before you have a girlfriend. Before you have a girlfriend. Yep. One of those 19 dates before hitting 20 will result in a girl wanting to be your girlfriend. Oh. Oh, Okay. Okay, so I need to apply for 18 more jobs. Well, you won't need to do that with jobs. I think yeah. it's probably easier to find a job than it is a girl you want to... Yeah, you know. I, I haven't even talked to girl number one yet. Girls are the toughest interview sometimes. Yes. Yeah. I, I'd sooner go in for one of these high-pressure kind of job interviews where you have to take math tests. I'd sooner do that than... Uh, Talk to a girl. I know. <laughs> 35. Isn't uh, that pathetic? <laughs> it's the way they say the uh, longer you go single, the less interested you are in being a couple. You know, you kind yeah. of get stuck in your ways. And you I, I think so. Cause like now, you know, I've been out an adult on my own in the majority uh, for now. Well, actually, no, I still haven't hit halfway yet. I've actually been, nope, nope. So, okay, I can't say that. But, I haven't been in a committed relationship. In my adult life, I have spent way less time living with a girlfriend or being committed to a girl than I have single. So, yeah. Yeah, I've definitely become uh, stuck in my ways a little bit. Well, how about costumes? How do you like that segue? Jesus, that was terrible. (laughs) How about costumes? (laughs) You're bumming me out. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I have brought this up before, some simple costumes. I thought I would close out tonight's show with some suggestions. Help you guys get out of a pinch if you have some Halloween parties coming up. Right. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't. I'll be working. Really? You got to work that Tuesday, huh? Well, no, I don't have to work that Tuesday, but all the parties are over the weekend. And uh, I drew the weekend 
since well, I'm going to Arizona. You can show up at a couple, have a cup, maybe meet a nice girl for who wants to be your girlfriend for a night. And Not really, because all the girls at this party that I go to, it's all like, you know, sort of the dudes and they just bring their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. So massive yeah. girlfriends to bring their girlfriends. That's how you work that out. Send a text to your buddy and be like, Hey, have so-and-so bring a couple of chicks. So I'm not bored out of my mind. Right. And they usually right. oblige while I show up there. Totally not in costume because I just got done with fucking work and I'm going back to work again in the morning. Couples love to matchmake. It's like some sort of like voyeuristic thing where they like put the two lab experiment, you know, mm-hmm. the two lab rats together and go, will they kiss or will they kill each other? Do, do you and, and Dahl do that with me? Oh, we threaten to try to do that with people all the time, but, well, we don't because ultimately Cause we're you, just not that cool. And you're, like, just good humans. No, <laughs> that's not even it. Like, yeah. if you ask Dahl to try to set somebody up with their friend, she's like, ooh, uh, mm, no. <laughs> I don't want all that bullshit if it doesn't work out. Yeah. And then when I... When I show her my collection of friends, because I have like an <laughs> island. She's like, ooh. Yeah. It's an island of misfit toys, and that's this my favorite thing. I, I, you know, I, I, I like people that are different. I, yeah. She's like that Travis guy. He, no. <laughs> and we're going to need a special girl for him. <laughs> yes. Anywho, uh, if you should decide to go, I've got a couple of suggestions here for both single, couple, buddy costumes. I don't know what a buddy costume is really, but... Isn't that like where the two people get in the horse or something? Yeah, yeah, you know, two yeah. dudes that want to bro out in the same costume. I, I don't typically know. Typically that's couples, yeah. I, I don't couples. think I've ever done that with another male where we've matched up costumes. Sends the wrong message, I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, I want to say like I did like Ghostbusters or something one year with a friend, but yeah, typically I'm always on my own. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, We have Risky Business, a a classic standby where we can do the white shirt and uh, underwear underwear. and sunglasses. Yep, classic. If you're you're so bold. Uh, This is one I liked. Uh, Get a white Mm t-shirt, write life on it, Mm -hmm. hand out lemons. Okay. Carry a little bag of lemons with you. All right. So your life giving people lemons. Mm-hmm. See if they'll make the lemonade. Right. Yeah. How's that sit with you? Simple, right? Simple, cheap. Cheap, easy. Yeah. What's a bag of lemons? Two bucks, t-shirt, five, maybe. You maybe. can even take an old one. Who yeah. gives a shit? How much is the Sharpie? Two bucks? And you probably already have that. Yeah. So, I mean, in a bind, you can have instant instant costume and you don't have to be down to your underwear. Yeah. How do you like a t-shirt with Error 404? Costume not found written on it. Little geeky. Little geeky. Don't think a lot of people get it. Eh, it's just kind of lame. I liked it for a workplace t-shirt costume. There you go. Workplace, yeah. Workplace, workplace. appropriate. Yeah. No simple makeup job. Not jog job. Simple makeup job. Two face. One side of your face you don't put makeup on. Other side of the face, you can either beat up, scar up, make yeah. look bruised, whatever. Simple two-face. If you know how to do makeup tricks, which I don't. Well, you could give yourself a black eye and a bloody lip, bruise yourself up a little bit. I feel like you've put rouge on a time or two. <laughs> I've, 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 I've been in the makeup chair, yes. Mm-hmm. How about very simple makeup job, just write book across your face. That's also a you know face book. That's terrible. Hate it? No, don't like that. Hate it. Okay. How about a couple get black shirts, 
Mm-hmm. One writes I on it. Mm-hmm. The other writes P on it. And they are the black-eyed peas. Well, we didn't like that. Don't like that one either. No. Um. Okay. Guy, you're really... All right, all right. Here's a decent one. Go in a big group of friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is more for girls, but if you get stuck in a big group, everybody's single, want to go like a, as a quick group costume, go as tourists, right? Get your Hawaiian shirt or your, your whatever spectator shirt. Get your Canon what ca- uh, camera? Yeah, go for a disposable, <laughs> I think. You're going to get drunk at this party. How do you like a group uh, of make, tourists? Make sure you take pictures of kids. Yeah, I'm loving this. This is up your alley. Well, these are these are costumes in a pinch. Unfortunately, this is you in real life, though, taking pictures. Anyway. You're not helping. Sorry. No? Not into it? I just gave... Um, yeah, yeah. As a group, that's that's interesting, you know? Those I mean, were six solid costume ideas. You're just shitting all over them. You're shitting all over the six simple that, ideas. You know, you know, that I'm one offended, wasn't too bad. sir. Offended. Well, I don't know why you should be. <laughs> well, I was James Hamilton. I was Travis McFalls. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com. Just talk to me, talk to me. Just say... Just, Mom? Just, uh, Jonathan, come here. Come what here. is this? Come here. Come here. What's going on? It's Will. He's trying to talk to you. Through, through the lights. Mom. I know. I know. Just just watch. Will, your brother's here. Can you show him what you showed me, baby? Please. <gasps> Did you see that? It's electricity, Mom. It's, it's, it's acting no. up. It's the same thing that fried the phone. No, it is not the electricity, Jonathan. Something is going on here. Yesterday, the wall. What? What about the wall? I don't know. Um, I don't first know. First the lights, then no, the wall. Just, I just know that Will is here. No, Mom. Maybe if I... If I if no, I Mom, you I, don't need more lamps. You need to stop this. Right? He's just lost. People are looking for him. But they're going to find him. Okay. This isn't helping. Can you do me a favor, Mom? Can you just try to get some sleep? Huh? Yeah. Can you do that for me? I promise yeah. I will. Yeah. I just need to sit here for a minute. All right, I'll go make breakfast. Okay. Yeah? <laughs>